0: Welcome, my friends, to Diamond Effect Podcast episode number thirty-three. And today we'll talk about to-do lists and why your to-do list is making you less productive. As you might suspect, I'm not a huge fan of to-do lists, or at least not in the form that most people are using it. And we'll talk about it, why, and you know what can you do instead. And you know why? Definitely because even when my clients come to me in the beginning, or you know, just from the conversations I'm having with entrepreneurs and observations I'm saying, I'm seeing a lot of entrepreneurs out there really struggle with productivity or managing their focus or like your t- your time management. Even though we don't manage time, we Manage ourselves, but let's just say time management. They're not consistent or they, they are not following through on things that they want to do or they 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 decide that they will do. They are not completing the things that they plan for or they hope for in a week. And sometimes they're feeling like they're busy all day, right, doing things, but then At the end of the day, and the end of the week, they're realizing that they haven't been as productive as they would like to and almost feeling like the time is kind of eroding from under the feet, right? Or just sliding away through their fingers or however you say it in in English. Um, And there is many reasons for that. And we can't possibly address them here in this podcast. Now I address some of them throughout the podcast, but the results are similar. Where if that's you, you probably can relate that you can feel ashamed and angry with yourself that you kept busy all day, but yet you haven't accomplished much, right? Or also what happens that that's more subtle and subconscious that you might not notice right away that you're losing self-trust in yourself that what you decide on that you will do that you do and your ability to figure out and that's where some where a lot of i don't know what to do i don't know how no matter what i'm doing it's not working some of those doubts definitely have roots into in the fact that, you know, you're being busy without being productive and that cycle, vicious cycle happens over and over and over. So, you don't complete the things you want to say and then you start doubting your own ability, right? And then on top of it, like some, I also see people try a bunch of hacks and productivity tips and Apps like Trello and Asana and Slack and whatever, and somehow they don't work for them, right? So they keep looking for new magic tip, new magic track, and so on. And that leads to disappointment, disappointment, and sometimes feeling like helpless, right? No matter what you do, and so on. However, we can't fix it all on this podcast, and I will talk about an event, free event that I'm planning that where I will dive more into it at the end. But today I want to focus on the to-do list and show you how it's killing your productivity and maybe get you rethink how you organize yourself (coughs) every day, excuse me, if you are a person that uses to-do lists. So somehow a lot of people keep using them. Even though deep down, they know they're not working because the to-do list never goes away, right? You add three things or you check off three things, but then four things get added and so on. And, you know, I think that maybe an original idea of to-do list, I didn't do the research on that. Maybe it did. I assume it was created with a good intention of, okay, I just have a limited amount of things to do it's just a list to remind me i check them off i'm done for the day i don't think about it ever right but somehow for many people this idea actually evolved into this like monster torture things when it never goes away it just reminds you how busy you are and how many things you have on it and no matter what you check off hundreds of other things get added to it, right? So here is why it doesn't work in case you need like more scientific or structured approach to truly understand. So first is that when you have a to-do list that has more or less than three things on it, you are just Getting overwhelmed by the amount of choice. Okay, it's too much choice. Studies show that actually, with more than seven and eight or eight choices, our brain gets overwhelmed and it shuts down. It just cannot decide. I would argue that seven and eight is already overwhelming, and most people can't decide when have that much choices. I would say more than three. When you have more than three things on your to-do list, it already takes your brain energy and really like power to decide and make a decision and choose. And that also takes time. Then no wonder that every day, if you're doing it every day or multiple times a day, you, you feel tired and you feel overwhelmed. And that's how what leads to procrastination. Right, because of all this possibility or plethora of choice, and then our confu- when our mind is confused, it always says no, it always doesn't want to make a choice, and that's where procrastination kicks in, right? Then also, if you know it takes time, right? So you're actually losing time every day, trying in energy, trying to decide. And that energy and time could be used for actually accomplish things if you decided ahead of time and if you didn't do like that torture to yourself every day. Now, another reason why the to-do list is not working and making you less productive is that It just becomes this melting pot of diversity in it, right? And don't get me wrong, I'm all for diversity, but of opinions and ideas and that different point of views to consider to be, you know, make better decisions and choices, but not on the to-do list. Okay, So what happens is the to-do list very often consists of tasks that like take two minutes or 30 minutes or even some people put projects in them as like a to-do thing that shouldn't be as a to-do list because projects need to be planned properly first and broken down into tasks that then potentially could end up on the to-do list. But again, don't get me wrong. I don't want so like for example I'm going to digress my coaching model, the dream plan do avoids that right it's like I don't ask my clients to put their projects on the to-do list what were when they have a project it's more of a okay you have a project you have an idea or something let's plan it out right so what does it need to happen or what it takes to put that idea into reality to implement this project, right? What is the best case scenario, the worst case scenario? What are the risks? And then let's plan it properly and give ourselves enough time, put that into the schedule and then go and do it. And when you do that, when you actually take a step to plan anything bigger, not two-minute things, right, but anything bigger, you actually save time. It's true. The adage is that one hour of planning saves you 10 hours of doing, and it's so true. Now, the two-minute tasks shouldn't be on the list either because they should be done like when they come in, right, especially if they're important or just don't do them at all. You can always delegate them too. But then, so... So that's plethora of diversity in the type of tasks. Then there's another diversity that's happening on to-do lists is different priorities of those tasks. So from urgent to not urgent but important to things that are not urgent, not important, and maybe shouldn't be done at all, but they're still all there, right? And what happens is what our brain usually goes to To make a choice, right, because remember, it gets confused when there's too many things. It picks the easiest tasks and the ones that are the fastest to do because it's the easiest decision to make. So then just to check off and kind of feel better, right, that instant gratification. So then... You do them, but maybe they're not the task that should be done at all or that should be prioritized that day and so on. But it's just natural for our brain to do it, to feel productive, to like, oh, I've accomplished two, three tasks. Let me check them off the list. So it feels like you're doing something. It's the number of tasks, but those tasks took you like five minutes. And then there's another bunch of tasks that are required more time, more effort and so on. And those are the ones that maybe you keep postponing that A, are not urgent now, but might become urgent later, right? Also, okay, so so when you have that, then we usually pick the urgent stuff, not the most important because we're like, oh my God, that needs to be done, that needs to be done. And we're depriving ourselves of opportunity of actually scheduling the important things that are not urgent and getting them done because those are the ones that remove or that minimize the urgent things down the line. The more proactive we are, the more we focus on strategic things that move our business forward, that think about servicing our clients and so on, that are not necessarily urgent right now, not only the faster we grow our business, but we also prevent a bunch of stuff becoming urgent because we think of them ahead of time and we prepare, okay? Now, What also is happening in the, um, you know, when you have a to-do list of everything, you're again, you're depriving yourself from opportunity to truly align what you do with the vision for your business, with your goals. And... Often it just gets clattered with anything, right? So we add the things, the thoughts that we have, our brain thinks, oh, I should do this or I should do that. And sometimes those things that we think we should do is because we've heard them in a networking event or somebody recommended this and we thought it was a good idea, but we don't give a thought to that idea if that idea is truly good for us, if we should be truly doing that in our business now and so on. So it just sits there, Right? And we think we should do so with like waste on our brain, right? Like we're thinking about it, or I should do it, I should do it. We feel bad about it, about it, or we feel bad about ourselves and beating ourselves up for not doing it. Meanwhile, maybe those are the things that shouldn't be done at all. And they shouldn't even make it to to do list. But sometimes it just becomes so automatic to keep adding things even ideas. We keep adding ideas without really thinking through, right? Doing the plan part of the dream plan do motor, if that's a necessary thing, or if that's something that will serve us now, right? And then another thing, what happens is that some of those things just sit there forever. We keep thinking we need to do them, like they're there as long as you know, I don't know, the last time when Obama was a president, <laughs> and, and you don't give yourself a chance to look through it and say, hmm, do I really need to be doing that? Like, it, it seemed like a great idea a few months back, but if I haven't done it yet and the world hasn't ended, and truly it's not that important, maybe it shouldn't even be on the list. Right. But we don't create the time and space for ourselves to sort of rethink that and realign the to do list. And we're just keep adding things. We do have a lot of stuff that's not needed. And how I know, believe me, because I've been there, I've been there in my corporate job before my burnt out when I was just like, From day to day, I was even sometimes rewriting the to-do list from in my planner. I'm definitely like a pen and paper person. And I was just rewriting things and they were kept adding and adding. And there were things there that I've never done. And it's like when I think about it, how much time I spend cumulatively, right? Maybe it doesn't seem a lot, like three minutes every day. But three minutes every day times how many days a year. And also, again, the time it takes you to decide what to do and the time it takes you to um, even think about it, right? It can accumulate to great amounts of time and energy that you could be spending differently, 100%, right? Right. So, when you have that like melting pot of diversity of different things, different urgencies, you don't align things, then you're really depriving yourself of a decision filter. What should I really focus on in my business and what shouldn't I? What's important to me this year or this quarter to hit my goal and what is just not necessary? Right? You're also Adding on unnecessary stress and then almost like encouraging your brain to torture you and torment you with those thoughts as, I'm not doing enough, I'm not productive, I should be doing this and I should be doing that, right? It's almost like you're imposing that torture on yourself when you don't have to, Okay. So if you had like a slight suspicion that maybe your to-do list, it's not the best way to organize yourself every day or organize your time or direct your focus, maybe just ditch it and use a different process. And weekly planning is a great substitution for it. And I've done some podcasts about the planning. So you can go down Diamond Effect Podcasts and find some of them on weekly planning. I don't remember the numbers now on the top of my head. And that could be one. Okay. And what I want to warn you against is that until you truly align the actions that you take with the goals that you have and you find the simplest way to stay not even organized but to stay focused every day don't add to that different apps and thinking that you know an in Trello or whatever will help you don't get me wrong, it's not like those tools don't work, they do. Like there's tools like Trello or Asana that are great, for example, for projects when you have multiple people collaborating on a project that are not in the same space and maybe you're working, maybe you're an agency owner and you work with subcontractors and so on, organizing projects in those tools, it's great. But when you're a solopreneur, and you don't have, for example, projects that require multiple people doing it and you do it all, sometimes adding a tool like this, it's just adding more work. Because now you have to go in and start putting stuff in. So taking them from your to-do list, maybe, into the, the app. But you still need to check the app. You still need to enter this. And how much time and energy is that, right? So sometimes when the tools are not used for the right purpose or they don't really, like you don't think through that they're necessary. They're just adding to work and overwhelm. As you know, I'm all for simplicity. So I want to encourage you to choose the simplest and the easiest way to be productive throughout your day and do it in a way, again, that it's aligned with what you want to do. So what I want to say and I want to invite you to do is to meet me and join me in the free webinar that I will be running. Soon enough, March 8th, 9th, or ten, so three days, because I'm not going to do replays, I'm not going to do recordings of the webinar, so you actually have to come live if you want to benefit from it, that's why I'm running it three days in a row, so then at least one of the days can work will work for you. And it's going to be at 11 Eastern Standard Time, at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the webinar is 5 steps to making more money without overscheduling yourself. And in there, I'm definitely going to teach you a habit or one tool outside of the five steps, but one tool that allow you to simply organize yourself and ditch the to-do list forever, okay? But i also going to teach you a five-step process to truly focusing on the right things in your business so you can make ma- make more money without spending forever and thinking like it's a lot of work or it has to be a lot of work without overscheduling yourself, And then I'll talk about some other things or maybe some challenges that you're experiencing that I haven't talked about yet today. And why is that happening? Because for me, you know, in order to improve or implement any good changes in the way you run your business and your business, the first step is awareness. So we'll talk about that too. All right. So I encourage you to join me in the webinar. I will put the sign up. Um, links for three dates um, in the show notes and if you love this podcast or any other episode I will always appreciate a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or a rating if you're on any other platform that maybe don't doesn't have the reviews so thank you very much for listening and see you or talk to you next week <laughs> bye you for listening today if this podcast resonated with you please come back also you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening and if you have a suggestion question or a topic you would like me to talk about let's get in touch via email email me at maggie at starway to see you in the next episode